Good morning for Wednesday, June 3rd, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Surveillance in place since 9-11 limited. FIFA leader in an about-face decides to quit. And bruised, Herbalife swings back at an accuser. In today's national news, states reduce work programs for prisoners. Belated recognition of two soldiers in World War I. And pledges to reduce the use of antibiotics. In today's business pages, EPA to place limits on airplane emissions. And Instagram plans to open its photo feed to more ads. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, D.C. Surveillance in place since 9-11 called limited. Reported by Jennifer Steinauer and Jonathan Weissman. In a significant scaling back of national security policy formed after the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, the Senate on Tuesday approved legislation curtailing the federal government's sweeping surveillance of American phone records, and President Obama signed the measure hours later. The passage of the bill will allow the government to restart surveillance operations, but with new restrictions. Almost 14 years after the attacks of September 11, 2001, heralded the construction of a powerful national security apparatus, a shift against the security state began with the revelation about the bulk collection of phone records by Edward Snowden, a former National Security Agency contractor. It was aided by the growth of interconnected communication networks run by companies that have felt manhandled by government prying. The storage of those records shifts to the phone companies, and the government must petition a special federal court for permission to search them. Even with the congressional action, the government will continue to maintain robust surveillance power, an authority highlighted by Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, a Republican, whose opposition to the program forced it to be shut down at 12.01 a.m. Monday. Paul and other critics of the legislation said the government's reach into individuals' lives remained too intrusive. The bill cleared the Senate 67 to 32 after a fierce floor fight. The Senate's longest-serving member, Patrick Leahy, a Democrat from Vermont, said the legislation represented the most significant surveillance reform in decades. The fight for the changes was led largely by Democrats and a new generation of Republicans in the House and the Senate who were elected a decade after the terrorist attacks. Even as threats have multiplied since then, privacy concerns have shifted public opinion. National security and privacy are not mutually exclusive, said Senator James Lankford, an Oklahoma Republican, a freshman. They can both be accomplished through responsible intelligence gathering and careful respect for the freedoms of law-abiding Americans. Tuesday's vote was a rebuke to Senator Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, who maintained the bill was a dangerous diminishment of national security. Lawmakers in both parties beat back amendments that he insisted were necessary to blunt some of the bill's controls on government spying. McConnell blasted his fellow senators and, by association, House Speaker John Boehner for taking 
one more tool away from those who defend our country every day. This is a significant weakening of the tools that were put in place in the wake of 9-11 to protect the country, he lamented. I think Congress is misreading the public mood if they think Americans are concerned about the privacy implications. But even scores of senators who loathed the actions of Snowden voted for the legislation.